everyone. Welcome to It's All Good. I'm Mel. And I'm Lauren. And today we're going to be talking about an introduction to well-being. Because that's what our podcast is going to be about, so we wanted to... <laughs> we wanted to let you know. <laughs> it, it makes sense to talk about it first. Because <laughs> um, maybe you're thinking, what, what exactly do we mean by well-being? It's such a, a broad topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, today we're going to talk about what exactly is well-being uh, to us and just a general definition, why it's important, and also go over some different aspects of well-being because there's a lot that goes into it. And then yeah. in future episodes, we want to go more in-depth and uh, elaborate because this is just a crash course to well-being, as Mal said in our, our last podcast. Yes. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to our first okay. podcast, maybe you should listen to you it. You don't have to. We're you not don't. forcing you. It's just a little intro to, you know, who we are, what we're going to do for this podcast. Um, but yes, obviously for more, just go refer back to that podcast. Yeah, you're probably wondering, who are these people? Yeah, who are we? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so this episode is just m- basically a goal um, to give you just a general overview um, and just as you go further along in your wellness journey, um, what we're going to be talking about, what kind of definitions we're going to be referring to. Um, yeah, just like a general general concept. Sounds good. All mm-hmm. right. So. Lauren. Yes. I'm curious, what is well-being? Thanks for asking, Mal. <laughs> I'm really glad. Uh, perfect way to start off the show. Um, so... Well-being. So we're going to start off uh, by using a definition from Oxford Dictionary. Mm, um, she's fancy. Exactly. Um, well-being is a state of being comfortable, healthy, or happy. How do you feel about that, Mel? I think I feel pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I think um, the state, I guess that can be a, a bit misconstrued, but I think for me especially, I think um, well-being involves not only my mental health, my physical health, but also like um, like emotional health. Um, I guess I'm like constitute just a general well-being when all of them are quite balanced and when they're all just they're all good yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think a key factor is balanced feeling like you're in control of everything in your life and feeling like you everything is um you're thriving you're thriving (laughs) I love that how do you define well-being for me, well-being is feeling like I'm on top of everything on my to-do list, but mm. I'm still doing things that I enjoy mm, and nice. still finding ways to maybe de-stress if I'm feeling stressed out or overwhelmed and asking myself, how do I prior- How can I prioritize my own mental health? So in awe of like, so inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think, Lauren, that well-being is so difficult to maintain, especially as a student? Yeah, it's, um, there's so many different stressors that, that come into your life when you start university, and a lot of them are different for a lot of people. If you're moving across the country or to a totally different city, then you're going to have a different so- social support system, and maybe your friends, your close friends aren't going to be with you. So adapting to a totally new environment can, mm-hmm. is stressful for a lot of people. And um, I think especially for students, um, academic is probably up there, especially for, for like, um, big stressors, mm-hmm. um, one that maybe is kind of overlooked, uh, maybe financial stress that can also cause just an Im- insane amount of, um, I guess, distraction mm-hmm. in terms of a student's life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. Um, you're meeting so many new people, so your social life is probably going off the Out chart. of whack? Would you say that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's a new environment. It's so exciting, and there's just so many opportunities presented at you in university so 
that can be all very exciting, but also just as um, intimidating and stressful for people. Yeah, yeah, it's, and we're, the thing about well-being is that I don't feel like we're really taught about it in school. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not taught about how to de-stress or how to uh, prioritize your mental health or about self-care. Yeah, we're not taught to think about ourselves in a healthy way, you know? It's always, mm-hmm. like, thinking about yourself is almost put as a very negative connotation, I think, being taught in school. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to, you know, acknowledge your emotional health and self-care and de-stressing. And, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, like I was saying before, it's we're kind of just thrown into it and w- without knowing how to cope with stress. And um, that's why I think it, it is such an issue, and that's kind of why we wanted to start this podcast in the first place because mm-hmm. we wanted to initiate a greater conversation of well-being and uh so and yeah this woman <laughs> <laughs> I wow that's really nice <laughs> um I wanted to talk about um there was a survey done um by the National College Health Assessment 2016 and this was a survey that included uh, 41 Canadian post-secondary institutions Um, And they reported that a fifth of Canadian post-secondary students are experiencing depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, which is a staggering amount. One in five people. That's crazy. That's like a friend group. Yeah. One person Mm -hmm. in your friend group is dealing. And it's... So this is kind of what really motivates us to to talk more about maintaining your well-being because it's... I think it happens to a lot of people. Um, I think people are definitely ashamed of talking about their mental health or they don't, I mean, they don't feel comfortable and that's absolutely okay, but know that you're not the only one who's experiencing it. Mm-hmm. There are other people here to not only support you, but who, who may also be going through the exact same thing. Um, yeah, I think uh, talking about mental health is so stigmatized and mm-hmm. it's maybe something people will feel that they'll feel weak thinking or talking about it. But mm-hmm. in reality a lot of people are facing these issues and the more we talk about it the more normal will be mm-hmm. the better our well-being is because we'll have so much more support and being able to reach out to other people amazing Lauren Thanks, amazing Val. so so yeah so university this is the time where we're learning and growing and in order to do that we need to prioritize our well-being and make sure we are in the best state possible Mm -hmm. and university is a time where we're making new friends and new experiences and we want to enjoy it absolutely and that being said sometimes all these different factors may be prioritized at a different time um so for example during finals or midterms your academics might be prioritized more than your social life um Maybe in the beginning of the school year, so your social life may be prioritized over your academics. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- basically, well-being is absolutely subjective. So whatever works for you, what doesn't, you know best. Um, so although Lauren and I are suggesting what may be working for us, it may not work for you. Um, so just keep that in mind. Do what helps works your best. well-being. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And maybe we can introduce some new uh, self-care techniques or different ways of thinking about well-being to you and you think oh that that's something that I can easily implement in my own life and I think oh it's worth a shot trying so we encourage you to keep an open mind and just challenge yourself <laughs> let's make some memories here love it some memories of well-being <laughs> okay so yeah so tell me Mel how do you prioritize your well-being how do I prioritize it hmm 
how do you engage in well-being? Maybe mm. that's an easier question. Um, well, one part of well-being that I love to engage in is self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you could think of that as like your personal well-being. Um, for me, I either exercise a lot, so I do run about like three to four times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but normally for my actual self-care, if I'm very stressed or something is happening to me, I just take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> no, and taking a nap is a great way to catch up in your sleep mm-hmm. and also make you more focused mm-hmm. after and re-energize. So a power nap is so effective it in is. the middle of the day, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Unlike me, I take them before I go to bed, which is, I guess, an extended form of sleep. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. I, I don't know if I'd advise that. Okay. <laughs> It works for Mel, but it might not work for you. Exactly. Remember, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah, for, for me personally, if I'm taking a power nap, it'll be between 10 20 minutes, and I'll take mm. it before 3 o'clock just because I don't want it to oh. um, mess up my That's sleep schedule fair. later. Mm-hmm. So everyone's different, though. Everyone sleeps at everyone's different times. Different, yeah. I personally like to sleep really early. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, going into... Um, napping sleep for me is so foundational in all aspects of well-being and I think I personally need a lot of sleep maybe 10 hours that's a lot of sleep I I just feel my best when I get that amount of sleep that's beautiful (laughs) and just I feel my best I'm feeling alive and thriving you get it yeah (laughs) I think just I just know that nights that I'm sleep, I mean, days that I'm sleep deprived, I can't focus as well. Mm -hmm. I'm low energy. I can't study to the best of my ability. Mm. And it's just, it's just, I feel so unproductive. And I know that if I, oh, if I got more sleep, I got the optimal amount I needed. Yeah. And sometimes you just have those days, you know, like even if you're not feeling as productive as you like to be, Mm -hmm. don't be hard on yourself. Mm. That's another point I want to bring up. Perfect. I think a lot of students feel like self-care, they feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. They don't feel good about taking the time out of their day to just literally just focus only on themselves. Yeah. You know, I think especially during finals, you feel like it's a time waster to self-care or mm-hmm. to yeah give yourself that time that your body needs to relax and just recharge. Mm-hmm. But no, you need that. Not everything. <laughs> can, if you keep going all the time, you're going to be burnt out. Yeah, there's, there's no way that you can just study for. I know a lot. I know, I know a lot of people long. do this, but they study without taking any breaks. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can do that for a short amount of time, and maybe it seems effective. But in the long run, it you're gonna be so burnt out, and just not being able to perform as optimally as you would be able to. You need to listen to your body. That's important, even if you don't think it may be important. Think of it as, like, I want to say a car. Yeah, (laughs) When you just keep driving, you don't run out of gas. I love this analogy. Thanks. Um, You need to recharge. That's like your body. Take care of yourself. Make yourself feel good. Yeah, that's what a podcast is about. Feeling Mm -hmm. good. If you read my uh, descriptions, I... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so taking time... um, if you're not familiar with what self-care is, it's basically time that you set for yourself, um, either either by yourself or self-care can be with other people as well. Um, like time, for example, self-care can look like hanging out with people. If that absolutely, yeah. recharges you and that relaxes you, go for it. Mm-hmm. We're not telling you what your self-care is. Self-care is something that you have to find out on your, on your own. Yeah. As the name suggests, yes. it is self-care. <laughs> yeah, it's taking time that 
letting you recharge, doing things that you enjoy that relaxes you, and a time to de-stress from things that maybe your life is really chaotic. Maybe it's midterm season or final season and you feel like academics are taking over your life. Taking even a really short, maybe 10 to 15 minute break doing something mm-hmm. you like. Maybe it's painting, maybe it's uh, playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. Doing something you enjoy kind of just takes you away from what you're stressing about and then you can return to your studies studies feeling recharged and re-energized i love that lauren thanks mal so what kind of self-care do you partake in i said i napped (laughs) (laughs) never mind kate moving on (laughs) um okay you know a really interesting point though of well-being that i've discovered over the years um is emotional self-care so i think a lot of people don't really bring that much attention to it um would you like to elaborate more? Okay, yeah. Um, emotional well-being is basically um, asking yourself, how do you feel in this moment? And really evaluating like what kind of emotions you're experiencing. Um, for example, maybe it's exam season. You're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling stressed uh, I love this. You're stress, setting it up so well. Stressed out. <laughs> and I think, yes, you can go through life just being in a constant state of frenzy. But I think when you genuinely ask yourself, okay, how am I feeling in this moment? you are more in control because mm. you're acknowledging, okay, this is how I feel. What am I going to do about it? <laughs> so, yeah, during, I mean, personally, I really like journaling. Mm-hmm. I It's it's easy for me to, um, it, it, it makes more sense to write out how I'm feeling just mm-hmm. so it's it's in concrete words. Because yeah. if I just think about it, it it's very disorganized. And um, <laughs> I love to be organized in every part of my life. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, so writing about how I'm feeling, maybe... I, something is bothering me mm-hmm. i'll write it out and then i get it out i can make an action plan in my head <laughs> either on paper or in my head i can think okay i don't like maybe like oh i don't like that i'm feeling this way like what can i do about it mm-hmm. or maybe i'm having a really great day then really cherish it and be present in that moment because uh, everything is temporary yeah no that's the thing i love about emotional vulnerability um or just sorry emotional well-being mm-hmm. it allows you and kind of permits you to be quite vulnerable with yourself and almost just very honest with yourself in um, and just how you're feeling, yeah. So sometimes it kind of takes, you know, a lot of bravery if you're even with a group of friends or amongst family or coworkers just to be like, hey, I'm not having a good day today. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be like this. I might say things I don't mean. Mm-hmm. That's really brave, and that's quite scary for a lot of people. You might not be ready or might not be comfortable, mm-hmm. and that's okay, but... Being honest with yourself and just kind of checking in um, with just, I guess, the state that you're really at, that's really hard. Yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Being able to talk about how you're feeling and putting yourself out there and being vulnerable is can be really hard. But mm. I think finding people that you trust and people that you know aren't going to... Finding your support system. Absolutely. Find people that aren't going to judge you for... Um, being honest and if you maybe you don't have people in your life that you feel like you can do that to um, and that's, that's okay because that's what peer support is for um, that's also what journals are for not that Lord does not have any friends but <laughs> <laughs> if you um, do yes. journal things out or even um, sometimes oh sorry okay. sometimes I like to write a letter Ooh. to someone type it oh. out you don't actually have to send it, but typing it out, it gives you a lot of power to express how you're feeling without hurting someone. I love that you say that because it's literally something that I do, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. If someone has hurt me, which doesn't happen that often, but if I'm really hurt by someone, I'll write them a letter. Yeah. And 
I mean, I won't send it because maybe it's not necessary, but mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just put it out there for myself. It may not be necessary for the situation, but maybe it's necessary for you. Yeah, totally. Mm. Love that. All right. Um, all right. What else? What else do we want to cover? Um, let's talk about social well-being. I think that's Ooh. also something that is can be neglected and maybe not something you think about as being uh, good a component for, for your well-being. Yeah, but it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And taking the time to catch up with friends, even though if you're busy, maybe ca- uh, catching up with them in between classes or when you have breaks. Or not even just friends. It's like social can also be seen as a community thing. So just mm-hmm. being around people you enjoy or maybe you're volunteering or just mm-hmm. other things that help you engage with other people. Other people. Yeah. Having that social connection is so important. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, it's such a stress reliever when mm. I get to hang out with my friends and, and talk. Me. It's, yeah, of course, when when we get to have our shifts at the wellness center, it's just a time where okay, like I'm not thinking about midterms or mm-hmm. something because it's a time where I get to engage with other people and just get to like really be yourself. Totally, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's so important to have those uh, to make time to see your friends, and it can be something that, um, or I think for me, I'll always put last priority because mm. I think oh, I like I need to study or I need to. Um, Basically, yeah, I spend my, all my time studying, but no, making time to see friends is so important. It is. That's how friendships work. Tune into our next episode. <laughs> That's a great segue. Um, oh, thanks. So along with all the factors that we've just mentioned, well-being does encompass a whole variety, I guess you could say, of um, different components. So that includes like physical, so that would include like exercising, um, especially for students. Academics could be very important. I hope they would be important. <laughs> if not, maybe you're in the wrong place. Oh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, financial is also something that is part of your well-being. This, I think, maybe is not touched upon as much just because it seems just a bit more technical mm-hmm. and not as personal when you think well-being. But it does contribute to your well-being in the sense that when you're stressed about your finances, it's probably going to affect a lot of your life or a lot of your interactions with people. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely another one. Um, ooh, a really cool one, Lauren, that I would love for you to elaborate about <laughs> um, is spiritual well-being. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking, Mal. Thanks. Uh, I think when we talk about spiritual, we think religion, and it doesn't have to be religion. It can be, but um, not everyone's religious. For basically, spiritual well-being is what is your connection with the outer world around you? The outer world. Well, is this, is this an ASMR podcast? Not yet. <laughs> Next um, episode tune in. I'm just kidding. We won't do that. Um, so it's spiritual is really being present in in the moment, and I definitely want to do an episode on mindfulness. I think that's mm-hmm. so important. But um, when's the last time you really walked out in walked outside and really noticed your surroundings? Really oh. noticed what color is the sky? What are the things that are around you? And kind of thinking yourself as being part of something greater. Whoa. <laughs> if you're a bit confused by that, that's okay. We'll go into more detail later. Spiritual yeah. well-being is a bit messy. But yes, once again, like Lauren... Messy? Yeah. I love how you put that. <laughs> <laughs> once again, like Lauren said, people, I think, do have the misconception where it's like, oh, this involves religion. doesn't necessarily have to. Mm-hmm. It can be for some people. Um, But yeah, spiritual well-being is just your, yes, overall connection with the outside world. Mm-hmm. Um, something outside of your body, greater than yourself, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I think I think that was a good overview of 
many aspects of well-being and of course there's so much more that goes into it but we wanted to keep this short and sweet um so like us (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) okay so we ideally we want to engage in all areas of wellness but I mean it it's impossible to be totally 100% in academic and social and everything because it's, it's, we're it's, only human. We can only do so much, and we only have so much time. Exactly, um, yeah. But yeah, as mentioned earlier, um, different things will be prioritized at different times in your life, and that's mm-hmm. absolutely okay. Um, mm-hmm. You're just doing the best you can, and sometimes imbalance is just the most you can do at that time, and that's yeah. fine. It, remember, like, ugh, what, like what we said before, whatever works for you mm-hmm. and what doesn't work for you, that's ultimately what's going to control your well-being mm-hmm. and it might look different from other people's mm-hmm. that's all right just whatever makes you feel good I think I think that was great yeah <laughs> do what you think is best for you maybe you you can really take away something from this something that we said that works for us and you think oh like that's something I can easily implement in my own life um then definitely go for it and nice. try something new challenge yourself like I said and um, maybe we, maybe this is the first time you really thought about, okay, what do I do to de-stress? Maybe I don't do anything at all to de-stress. Or maybe I, I've never thought about it this way before. Mm-hmm. So we just wanted to sp- create a spark in your mind. Um, I thought you were going to say spice things up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, spice things up. I love the Spice Girls. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to be used my anthem. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so that is everything for this podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Um, We do want to mention we will be uploading episodes every Sunday. So uh, we do have a Facebook page called It's All Good. Hopefully you've seen it already. Um, You can, if you want to be updated every time we upload a new episode, then you can like it. Turn on your notifications. (laughs) Yeah, or if you like it, I think it's already automatically. (laughs) That's how Facebook works. Um, Who knows? Um, so like your page to make sure that you're notified and oh we also have a soundcloud up, uh, account yes that's how you're listening to this episode probably yep <laughs> so again it's called it's all good mm-hmm. um if you have any questions or comments or if you just you know if something just really resonated with you ooh, I was, yep that yeah that works <laughs> um, or if you're if you're if we said something that you're that made you angry oh then please Reach out to us. Tell Pick us. our brain. Message us on Facebook. Email us at listen to it's all good at gmail.com. We'll put it in the description Absolutely. just in case you forget. Um, but yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, awesome. Let us know. <laughs> we would love to hear your feedback because ultimately this is a podcast for students by students. Ooh. Is, is that our new slogan? Kill them one. <laughs> or you don't have to be a student to listen to this. We don't want to... Uh, pigeonhole the whole audience into just okay um (laughs) thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next time um stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about friendship yeah Bye. bye